BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Call from Nick. Uh, hi, is this Nick? Hello. Hey, how you doing, Nick? Hey, man, I didn't expect to be on. That's crazy. Uh, Matt, look, I didn't expect uh, anyone to ever call into this thing ever, so we are in the same kayak. Oh, wow, dude. First caller, this is a lot of pressure. Uh, can I why, talk to you why, Hold something? on, real quick. Why, why is it a lot of pressure? Tell me, let's get into the pressure that you're feeling. Tell me more. What exactly do you feel pressured to do? Well, well, I saw you on TikTok about a year ago, and then I, um, I just recently, like, I'll put on your stream highlights in the car and on the way to work. And uh, I don't know, man. I just this is the first time calling in. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so you've been, you've listened to the stream highlights and the podcast. But have you? Is there anything in particular that? Maybe you wanted to talk about it. It's fine if not. We can just be river people. But if there is, I'm, I'm happy to discuss. Yeah, man. Um, I, I I actually have been thinking about this for a minute, like if I ever called in, which is today. Um, if I was to talk about anything, it'd be about my work, uh, my work slash home life. Mm-hmm. I feel like I put more into work than I do at home, which is, I don't know if that's an issue or what. Hmm. You put more into work than you do at home. First of all, real quick, sorry, I have to do this. Everyone in the chat, can you all hear Nick? Because this is what always happens. I'll talk to someone for a long time, and then I'll look at the chat, and I'll be like, they can't hear anyone. Okay, perfect. All right, so you put two more more uh, uh, more into your work than you do into your home life. What what do you do for work? I uh, I work at a tire shop. I'm a third in command at that tire shop, and I uh, I love my job, man. It's not that's not an issue. It's mostly I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm putting out as much work as I'd like to into my relationship. Hmm. How uh, uh, your relationship, when you say your relationship, do you mean your relationships across the board or are we talking about a romantic relationship that you're involved with? Mostly romantic. I have a fiance and uh, we own a house together and um, we don't really, I mean, you know, we work several hours and come home and just kind of chill out. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're just kind of there, you know, it's not really 
I don't know. So she's working several hours as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's mostly when I get home, she's not really there. Um, but mm. on our days off, we do spend time together, but I'm not 100% there, you know? Like, mm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm always thinking about something else. It's work-related, at least. Interesting. You're not 100% there. So you're hanging out with her, but you're not really there. Your mind is focused on something work-related. I understand that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. when your mind, when you say you're not really there, when you're and you're thinking about stuff, I, like give me give me an example. Like, what do you like? Last time you were with her, and your mind was somewhere else. What? Where was your mind exactly? What? What? What's like? What specifically were you thinking about? You can get very specific well, if you want. Like, you were yeah, like, man. oh, I saw, I saw some guy on my drive home. I saw a guy with a flat tire, and I should have made a U-turn and tailed him until i was like hey you come to our tire shop what was the thought that you had no that's that's actually um in my state that's how you get stabbed but uh she'll get uh, she'll get upset at me because like i'll get home and i'll just like fucking research tires man like on the websites like what kind of technology do these tires have man they're mm. freaking they're very interesting mm. Wow. See, you know, this is t- this is a tough one because on one hand, I'm like, you know, it's such a rare thing to like your job that much. Because this is a good thing, right? Because you, you said to me, well, at least what I'm hearing from you is like, I get home from my d- job working all day at tires and I'm like, and you go home and you research tires like for fun. I know, I know it sounds fucking nuts. No, no, it's I no, I don't think it sounds nuts at all. Because what I what 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 I didn't want to hear that I thought you were gonna say was like you're not there because you're like stressed about your job. You don't sound like you're stressed. You sound like you're actually very much enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Huh. Hmm. What do you find? What do you find so interesting about tires? Dude, like the tread patterns, like I like really big tires. I like really small tires. Um, like you can see kind of how much work somebody somewhere has put into a tire by just looking at like the tread and uh, and just like, damn, like somebody put a lot of work into that shit, you know? Mm. And, and I find that fascinating. Do you, what's your favorite tire company? Because I, I, automatically, if I ever have a tire-related question, like you're the you're the guy. You really, you're not like just doing this for a living. You care deeply about tires. Yeah, man. If I was to, because I'm a big, I love Yokohama. Because, man, they they offer such a safe tire at such a low cost compared to to other tires man so if you need a tire i would go with yokohama Mm. so this is interesting to me because on one hand you know i feel like you're very lucky because it is it's a very 
rare thing, I feel like, to genuinely enjoy what you're doing the way that I can tell that you do. But you're like obsessed with ties. I don't. I don't know. I don't have. I don't. I don't have like a like advice for you or anything. But like, I think it's nice that your your mind is is on work, but in a good way. Like you like you're enjoying it so much. Like that's not the that's not the common story. People, right? You know the common the common story is like, oh, I can't be with my loved ones because like I'm stressed out about something else. You know, so it's a good. Yeah, it's, no, I, you have a good problem. I understand that, hundred um, percent. But it it's if I if I, and I'm seeing the chat. I know, I know how you are about like being one with the call. But I'm not. A, I don't work for Yokohama. That's just what I. Oh no! Oh no! The chat. Uh, you, I, you don't. No, no. I don't think you work for Yokohama at all. I think you are just a guy who is passionate about tires, giving his genuine opinion. I actually, yeah. I know for a, I just, no. I, you are not someone. I, I feel like you would rather die than give an opinion about a tire that is not true to how you believe. I, I, I believe that about you. Hundred percent, dude. I fuck, I'd fucking perish before a false opinion is given. That's just not. What is What does your wife do? Uh, she works at a Bath and Body Works, which is kind and of. And is dope, she as 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 diehard interested in soaps as you are in tires? Uh, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, she's always coming home with like candles and shit and uh the, you know it's great the house smells wonderful all the time uh, but I, she's not as invested into it as i am with tires you know what i mean mm -hmm. now okay so you told when you told me you were like why is this sound going away? so when you told me that your afraid you're you're upset that you're not being present with her as much is that coming from you or does any of that come from her like what's her view on the wait am i hold on crap it says i'm disconnected am i back yeah you're good Ugh, hold on can you hear me all right we're back I can yeah, yeah fine. sorry about that um anyway um You, your wife, what does she think about all this? Uh, I don't know. She just kind of gets frustrated because I'm always talking about work. I'm always talking about tires. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 a tough one because I, I don't know what she's thinking 100%. I know what she says. Um, but, I mean, we do we do other things, man. We do, like... We go to like amusement parks and shit, and we like going to, uh, you know, like trying out different foods and stuff. Um, but but in the back of my mind, man, I just I just wish that I was at work, you know. Mm. Like I like making money, and that's not the root of it all. But the money. No, is I think the root of it all is uh, tires. Sounds. Yeah, like. man. 
Well, listen, uh, what'd you say her name was? Uh, Nick. Nick. Um... Well, Nick, look, I don't have any, like, concrete advice for you except, you know, the sort of platitudes that everyone would tell you about, uh, you know, making dedicated time to not think about tires. But, uh, you know, all I'll say, my my immediate thoughts is consider yourself lucky. You have a thing that you actually enjoy doing that is your job, you know? Not everyone can say that. So, um, consider yourself lucky in that regard. Mr. Dick, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. Um, I'm pretty sure, like I'm 90, 99% sure I'm going to watch your stuff for the rest of my life. Beautiful. Hey, uh, if I'm ever in your town, I'm coming by the tire shop. Where do you live again? What's your town? It's uh, it's actually in Virginia. Um, okay. I, I hope you understand this. I'm not really comfortable with with the exact location but it's in the richmond area oh for sure for sure no you'd get mobbed everyone here would, would be like oh this is my new tire guy now um oh beautiful um i'll come to you next time i need tires thank you nick you have a good rest of the night love you bye nick forever baby Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. How are you, Gek? Um, I'm doing good. I'm streaming live on um on spankbang.com and I'm uh, I'm having a good time. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Everyone always everyone always makes jokes about Pornhub, but I feel like like does anyone actually go to Pornhub to watch porn? Okay, I'll I'll be straight up right now and let you know I still use Pornhub. Okay. So when you go to watch porn, you type you go to your fucking Chrome and you type www.pornhub.com. That's where you start. No, 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 no. That's like way too much effort. I usually just do like, you know, just Pornhub in on incognito and then I go to the site that way. You you go on incognito mode. Uh yes, yes I do. Wow. I remember I got to a certain age where I was like, I I think I remember the sort of age bracket that I got to where I stopped clearing my history. And I was just like, what, who's looking, first of all, second of all, what are they going to, it's not illegal. What do I have to hide? I don't know. I just, I have to hide myself, man. I don't want, I don't want people knowing what I'm. Like, what if somebody gets my phone or something? I don't know. I'm paranoid, though. That's fair. Um, Jay, what's uh, what's going on? I'm a gecko. You're a voice. I don't know what you are exactly, but you are a voice on the phone right now. What's uh, any, uh what's 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 happening? Yeah, I'm just a Jay. Similarly, how you're just a gecko. I'm just Jay. I don't know. Um, well, you said you t- told our call screener something that you wanted to talk about. I forget what it was, but I knew it was something. Okay, so I have a sugar daddy, and this happened very recently. Mm-hmm. I really don't know even daddy. where to start with it. 
Um, yes. So you say recently. So you are new to the 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 idea of having a sugar dad or the practice. Yes, because I was not like openly searching or looking for one. This dude literally just slid in my DMs and offered to like you know give me cash, and uh, it's been going pretty great. He's not a psycho. He's actually not some dirty old man. He's like 33. He's pretty young, fairly young. Hmm. And was this your first ever uh, offer to to be someone's sugar baby? Yes. I Like I said, I never really like went out posting on like, you know, websites looking for one. Like this dude literally just slid in my DMs and it's been working out surprisingly well <laughs> interesting and did you did you accept it did you start entering into this this relationship immediately or did you did you have any apprehensions beforehand um i definitely had apprehensions just because like i'm a very self-conscious person so i like made it really clear like this is what i don't want this is what i'm cool with and i also like wanted to meet him in a public place a few times before i was like you know comfortable with anything Um, okay, so how many times you met up with him? Um, I've only met him in person three times, and it's been out for coffee, another time for lunch. And Jay, Jay, do me a, do me a huge favor. Can you take me off of speakerphone? You're not on speakerphone. Oh, what am I on? I feel like I'm on something. You feel like you're on something? No, like, am I on, like, your AirPods, or? No, you're just on my phone. Oh. Okay, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm crazy. All right, so you met up with him for coffee. Yeah, I, I met him up for coffee and then lunch and then coffee again. Okay. And all, all so he just pays you. How much is he paying you? So right now it kind of just depends. He's been just throwing me cash and he put it out there that like if I do decide to have sex with him, he will give me $5,000 up front. Um, but as far as the coffee meets and stuff, he gave me $300 one time and then 400 another time. And then the most recent coffee meet, he didn't give me anything because I was just hungry and he was in the area. Mm -hmm. So can I ask, and you don't have to tell me anything that you're not comfortable telling me, but are you, are you considering going all the way for $5,000? What are your thought? What are your like, what's your thought? process behind that you know i really am thinking about it because this dude once again he is very clearly like not a crazy person he's also married and has a kid like i feel like i know a lot about his life that could ruin his life but like i would never do that to someone so i am very highly considering it and then he also told me up front like if i gave him a blowjob in the hotel room it would be 500 bucks hmm so I trust this dude is what I guess I'm trying to say. See, I'm thinking, and in my head, I'm like, "Well, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, I feel like because I'm a guy, I don't have as good intuition for these kind of things. But, but part of me feels like going to a hotel with a straight, like you know, I, I, I don't know. It feels unsafe. 
I definitely, okay, also, no offense to this dude, but he's shorter than me, and he's also really skinny. I used to fight MMA, so, like, I could definitely kick his ass. Okay. So I feel very safe in that department. Hmm. Did you say? Did you say he was? People in the chat are saying, "Don't do it." He's married. Did you? I don't. You didn't say he was married. Did you? No, he he is married, and his wife knows. Who? Hmm. <laughs> his wife knows. Yes. How do you know his wife knows? We had a conversation about it because I mean I'm also engaged, and my partner knows that I'm doing it, and she's really you. cool with it so far. Um, and then. He was like open and he's like, Yeah, I'm married, I have a kid, blah 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 and he's like, She knows about it. I was like, Oh, all right, dude. So you're okay, so both of you are in committed long term relationships and both of your partners know and are okay with it. Yeah. Interesting. Just so so your partner did did you say did you say uh uh it's your partner's a she? Yes. So is so your partner, have you guys always been, like, open, or is this, like, a new thing? We we never have had an open relationship. I was literally just trying to, like, make some side cash by posting my nudes online. And, like, my partner knew about that, but then that's when, like, the sugar daddy slid into the DM. Mm. So you floated with your partner the idea of having sex with this guy, and she's cool with it? Yes. Hmm. I'm looking at her right now. She's literally watching the stream. I, I can't read I the chat like, from where I'm sitting. I don't know. My only personal apprehension with this, and I guess this is sort of a thing you would have with any guy, whether or not he's paying you money, is like, you know, are are are, are you at risk of going into some situation where, you, where you'll get, like, fucking trafficked or something? I was like, once again, I genuinely do feel like pretty safe. This dude is like clearly just like somewhat like he told me straight up his wife isn't into like sex at all. She's asexual. He like is a very sexual person. He's like, I'm just like trying to get off. And I was like, cool, dude. Like, that's his whole thing. He has a very normal life and that's all he wants. He's very boring, if anything. Hmm. So what do you think? Are you thinking of, you're going to do it? For the 5000 I don't know. But I'll, I'll fucking stick for 500 bucks. Now, would you... Hmm. Hmm. So, now, would your, would your girlfriend want to come with? I don't... I don't think she would want to come with. I. She's shaking her head. No. <laughs> Um, I, I obviously can't talk to her. Can't talk to her. Like, can't talk to her. Do you want to talk to her? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, I'm passing her off. Hold on. Hi, Gek. Hey, what's up? Not, nothing much. I I was gonna play some Dota, and then my fiance got on the call wait list, so I paused the queue. Oh, am I? Am I? I'm sorry if I'm um, taking away from your Dota time. No, 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 no. I'm. This is this is exciting. So, uh, what do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on this situation? What's your name, by the way? Um, 
I'm Natalie. Um, Natalie. You know, money's money. Chill. So, I'm I'm comfortable in our relationship. We've been together for like six years. We met in high school. Um, so I know, you know, we're good. So money's money. I don't really care. As long as the the uh, sugar daddy is clean. And he is? Yeah, he should He's clean, so I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess this sounds like a done deal then. Yeah. What What do you do, Natalie? What's your What's your, what's I, your whole situation? I go to school for computer science, and mm. I work at a cafe. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds yeah. like you guys got a good life going on. So far. Yeah. That was that was easy. Um. Um. Yeah. Crap. What's your girlfriend's name again? Jay. Jay. Yes. Uh, let me talk to Jay one more time. Yeah, of course. Hey, Gek. What's up, Jay? Well, listen, Jay. Um. I wish you good luck in whatever you choose to do, and um, um, God bless you. God bless you, Gek. And just real quick, real quick, I have one more question. Sorry. Hit me. Hit me in the face. You should. It's not a question. I guess it's more of a statement. Oh, I agree with chat. If it's um, to paint my face red, I'm, I'm hanging up on you. No, 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 no. It's not about the face. It's not about the face. Beanbag. You should get a beanbag. Ah, a beanbag. I would have if I got a beanbag chart. I would have to make it like really expensive. Well, because okay, chat was talking about like while I was waiting on hold. Like all the money that you would make would beanbag. would have to then go to me. Okay, if you to buy the, that's fine, the bro. Beanbag chair. That's fine. How much does it cost to make a custom beanbag chair? You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't make custom beanbag chairs. A hundred dollars? How do you know that? Hundred bucks, apparently. Okay, I'll look into that. I'll look into that. Thank you for the suggestion, Jay. Yeah, you're welcome so much. Beautiful. Have a good rest of the night. Thank you for calling. God bless, Gek. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink but it's not. 
Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Asher? Hey, Geck. How's Hello, it going? Asher. What is going on, baby? Nothing much. I'm just a lot of stress recently. Why are you stressed out, Asher? Uh, so, to preference this, I am a trans guy. Rock and roll. And it's just a lot. Yep. And it's just been a lot of like stuff relating to my work. I still get called she, even though, like, my voice is deep now. Mm -hmm. I present as masculine, and it's still just, like, I do everything I'm told to to fit in that box. And so Mm -hmm. people are like... What do you... Asher, um, when you say... when you Hold on, really quick, just now, because I don't want you to gloss over it, because I'm kind of curious what you mean when you say it. You said um, you do everything you can to fit in the box you're supposed to. What does that mean? So... You know how people are supposed to see masculine? You know, you're supposed to be, yeah, strong and girl and. Sure, sure. You know. So you. So so you try to act more masculine in an attempt to get people to see you as a, quote, real man. Yes, and it sucks. Okay, because I was gonna say if you don't, because I was gonna ask, like, do you do you do you feel inherently masculine, or is that a thing that you only do to like, you know, for for the sake of other people? I feel like I do it for the sake of other people most of the time, because it's just 
like I have to say like my dad's a football coach mm -hmm. so like I grew up around like super masculine dudes so it's all mm -hmm. this macho-ness that I'm trying to emulate and it's just I'm not like that like I like to draw you know pink is a cute color and you know like I dress not like if I'm not in my work clothes I dress a little more feminine than what would you consider more sure, masculine sure. clothing um where do you work I work at an organic grocery store do you like do you like working there it pays well so like that's why I'm there <laughs> what okay so in your daily life in your circles, be they family circles, work circles, friend circles, what circles mm -hmm. that are present in your daily life do you feel the most like like disrespected and uncomfortable in? Definitely my family circle because family circle it's just, a tough one. Yeah. Like, my parents, like, if I try to talk about it, they're, they're like, really hush-hush about it. Like, they yeah. don't want anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, don't even think about, I don't even think about talking it to my extended family. Because, oh, Lord, they're all Trump supporters. And, do you, um, do you live with your parents? Yes, I still do. But I'm mm -hmm. talking about moving out and going living with my boyfriend down in Houston. Okay, rock and roll. Okay, that's cool. Because that's what I was gonna say. Is like I know it's it's tough. You know, not everyone has like the the you know is fortunate enough to be able to like live with their parents and like you know save up money and all that shit. So you know, if mm -hmm. if you can, it sounds like it would be you know you're employed. It sounds like it would be for the best of your mental health to to live with your boyfriend down in Houston. So so wait, so you're, so yeah. I assume Houston is not where you live then. No. I see you get a new gig. Yes, I would have to get a new job. And hopefully by the time I'm done with community college, I'll be able to get a better paying job than what I have right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, you know, look, Asher, uh, uh, you probably don't need me to tell you this, but... Uh, you know, look, it's it's not up to anyone else to define who you are, as 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 I feel mm -hmm. like you know, you know, um, and you know, have you the this place where you live? Where have you lived there your entire life? Yes, I moved to. I lived at one side of the town, and now I live at the other side of the town with my parents. Okay, so I haven't moved much. Okay. Well, don't let um, don't let whatever like the 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 vibe is of that small town and like don't let don't let that form your like grander idea of how people will respond to you in general. Does that make sense? Because like yeah. Is that because I feel like if you grew up in a small town where everyone is like sort of th 
you know thinks in a, in a similar way and like is responding to you in a similar way you you think oh everyone you, like you know I, and i'm not saying this is you know how you're feeling but i want you to feel like oh everyone everywhere will never accept me ever because like you just have, you're you're working with a very small sample size yeah you know? yes um like that's I'm why glad i want to gonna be to moving to more... houston though yeah hopefully soon too like if I move to a more basically blue area of Texas, sure. then my I'm safer. But at the same time, I'm moving to a city which I'm just not comfortable with because like everything would be in walking distance. Is that not good? And no, it's good, but it's different for me. I'm not used to that. Like convenience <laughs> uh, sorry for laughing but why why is con- why are you making con- you're making convenient why is convenience bad i've never heard someone talk no, about everything being in not- walking distance like, i've never heard someone present that as a as a negative thing it's just weird to me because i have to drive everywhere to get stuff <laughs> And the idea of not yeah, that driving sucks. anywhere. Don't you want to be able to, money. like, get fucking pizza down the street and not have to get in your yes, car and get a parking amazing. ticket every time you want to, you know, do your laundry or whatever? It, it sounds amazing, like, but it's just, my brain just can't wrap around that, how, like, easy it is. No, I think uh, I think you're gonna have I think you're gonna have fun, Asher. I think it'll be cool. I I think uh, uh, you know it'll, it sounds like it sounds like it'll be good for you to get into a new environment. How old are you, by the yeah, way? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I am 22. Okay, word. Did you uh, do you have like a grand? You said you're going to community college and you're getting a new gig. Do you have like a like a grand thing that you want to do? I I want to go into film. But at the same time, you know, I draw as well. So I can see that as, like, I take commissions and stuff like that on the side. So I can see that being, like, a part-time job. And then I go work at a TV station for my full-time job or something like that. And it's, that sounds like the ideal dream for me. Damn. You know, I mean, look. I think it's good that uh, you're you're putting yourself out there. You know, you could have just stayed in your in your small town. You could have suppressed who you were to make other people happy, mm-hmm. but you didn't do it, Asher. And, uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of you for that. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, keep keep fucking rocking and rolling. Uh, uh, I, I think I think that facing these uncomfortable things will work out for you in the in the long run. Definitely. Hmm. Here's another thing that I that I'll that I'll tell you because I believe in this. I've talked to, I've had I've had a few people call in here with a, a similar with similar problems as you. I've taken. I've talked to people about this before, and I I, I like to say that like uh, you know I feel like when you, when you're growing up in that small town environment, everyone will convince you that like 
You know, for example, you were talking about how you, you know, uh, you like to present femininely. You dress feminine, mm-hmm. but that other people, you know, give you shit for that. And I feel like if you if you have if you go up with that small town mentality, people will convince you that certain things about you are like are weaknesses. But but yeah. they're actually but they're actually but and, and maybe like it causes you to think about them as a weaknesses because like they they cause you to experience like that stress that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But they're but they're but they're strengths, mm-hmm. Asher. They're strengths. Especially yeah. for you when you want to get into the media, right? When you want to get into film, because when it comes time for you as a, as an artist, mm-hmm. as a as a filmmaker to like tell whatever your your story is, right? Mm-hmm. That aspect yeah. of the story, uh, that whatever aspects of the story that you thought were weaknesses, like you know talking about uh, 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 dressing feminine and getting shit for that, like. That's going to become your strength. That's going to be the thing that, like, people, you know, like, look at your fucking comic about or your film about and are like, oh, I had that exact same experience. And that makes me identify more with this person. And it's actually become a strength for you. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Don't forget about that. I won't ever. Beautiful. Thank you for calling, Asher. Good luck to you. Thank you, and you have a great night. Hello. Hello. How are you? Um, I had a, I had a uh, nightmare story I wanted to tell you. I'm going to lay in my bed and just close my eyes. <clears throat> sure, please. please. Uh, it kind of follows along perfectly with uh, that conversation you had with that guy about kids destroying things. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. A, an important part so, of adolescence, in my opinion. Yeah, and definitely. I mean, and I wasn't a very destructive kid, but like, if I had destroyed something, it was it was on a big, bigger scale. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, I guess we'll just start start from the beginning, right? Sure, sure. Hit me. All right. So I go back like, which by the way, I'm like 23 right now. So go back like 12 years ago. My school did this like camping trip thing and um there was our our school was pretty small so like a single class was like you know 40 kids 20 boys 20 girls but there was two classes that went on this camping trip and so all the boys from the two classes slept in like a military style cabin you know with like the bunk beds and stuff like that and there was about 40 of us and um I think it was like the last night the last night we were there I like <laughs> I went to go use the bathroom right and I clogged the toilet and there was no like plunger in there so I couldn't fix it so I just kind of walked out and you know there was like a line of kids waiting to get into the bathroom so somebody was like dude you clogged the toilet I'm like well what do you want me to do about it and then he was like I don't know and then I was like wait, wouldn't it be funny if we all, like, pooped in the same toilet? So I ended up getting, like, easily, like, 28 to 30 kids to, like, all take dumps in this toilet, right? And, um, you know, we ended up, like, filling it up, and, you know, we all went to sleep. And then the um, counselors came in in the morning and saw what had happened, and they got, like, really pissed about it because, 
it was it was just like super clogged like there was nothing anybody could do about that like they had to call in plumbers and stuff like that i'm sure and um you know so that kind of ended that experience and for like the longest time you know that was something that like me and my friends would laugh about that we did um any any questions so far how many kids did you say pooped in this toilet I would say somewhere between 28 to 35. You know, I have to say... We were all like 12. You know, I have to say, I think that this shows a strong leadership initiative on your part because (laughs) it takes a lot Mm -hmm. of effort to mobilize and coordinate 30 people to achieve one common goal yeah I, I would really say that like we really created like a band of brothers like especially like, how, old, that, were, that how old were you guys again uh, approximately I don't remember but like 12 13 easily I mean you know it's hard to I mean especially you know children have very you know short attention spans you know and and they're very fickle Mm -hmm. it's hard to like you know mobilize that many people no there was definitely like a singular purpose and you know i i feel like we achieved something but like i did have like i was really paranoid like after it happened because i thought i was gonna get in trouble and honestly, I like I, I should have, you know, but like, it's one of those things where everybody's responsible. So, you know, you can't just. Well, you were the ringleader. Yeah, but they didn't know that. Mm. And what sort of rhetoric did you use to convince people toward your cause? Uh, it was just kind of like, I wasn't like manipulating people. It was more just like. Hey, just to go ahead and use, like, wouldn't it be funny? It, it would be funny, you know? I was just like, wouldn't it be funny? And they all agreed. So it just kind of happened. And then I, I, I didn't really, I wasn't really directing people afterwards. I just kind of, like, went back to bed, and then everybody was like, all right, yeah, yeah, if you just have to use the bathroom, just go ahead and do it. Hmm. And, that, and that was it, really. But, like, I, I talked to a plumber friend, you know, when I got older and told him about the story, and he was like, basically said that like because of the location it was in that like it really it could have like stopped up all the pipes and it was easily like twelve to fifteen thousand dollars of damage mm. like labor to, to clean it up basically <clears throat> that's very persuasive but um yeah but you know but i held up my my conscience so you just to told them that it would be time. funny yeah, <laughs> yeah, they thought it was funny too. I mean, I, I'm I, I I like I've lost contact with a lot of those kids, but like the ones I'm still in contact with, like we still kind of bring it up and laugh about it. And um, funny enough, one of those kids, I went on a road trip with him. Uh, I'm from like out east. I'm I'm from Indiana, but we did a road trip out to San Diego, and um, we met some people while we were down there, and we went to go play basketball with them at night, and. Um, 
I went to this public restroom and, um, you know, I, I wasn't trying to, but I, I clogged the toilet, toilet as well. And, um, you know, really it was just cause the toilet was really like, really like a weak toilet, I guess. But, um, I'm glad to hear you still my friend went in there after me. <laughs> yeah. My friend went to the bathroom after me and he also took a dump on top of my tongue. And then, you know, we were playing basketball, and these, like, guys show up to play basketball, and one of them was like, oh, I have to take a dump. And then me and my friend just kind of looked at each other. I, like, shook my head, like, you know, don't, no, don't tell him. So he went so, in there and took a dump. And um, so I kind of came up with the uh, definition that a mass pooping is when more than two people take a dump in the same toilet without flushing. You are the father of the compound dump. I guess so I do you feel like you took any leadership skills away from this? Do you feel like... Hold on. I, I don't feel like I'm a leader. So do you feel like you took away like any that. leadership skills from this experience? No. No, I don't. I disagree. You've been very persuasive. People, it sounds like, are compelled to follow you. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could do some good with this if you really wanted to. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I had asked you to take a dump on my dump, would you do it? I think I would. Thank you. Is there anything that you, you know, would want to do for good? For this, with this skill, yeah, but the story doesn't. The story doesn't have a good end. It doesn't have a good end. Like there's this, there's just judgment and um, karma waiting for me at the end of the story. Right, but no, but no, but no, but no, no. You're talking. You're looking at the story itself. I'm looking at the under what the story tells me about you and the people involved. Mm -hmm. You know, that's 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 what's 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 really important here. So yeah. I hope you do find a good use for these for these leadership skills. I'll I'll try to. I'll try to. You know, I'm 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 in school to be a male nurse, so you know, that's that's kind of a um males in the nursing field tend to go into leadership roles, so you know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make up for my my uh past transgressions, but I mean honestly you could I could be feel some like, sort I of activist like, or politician. You know, I, I really feel like the issue is, is our toilets in society. I, I feel like the infrastructure for toilets really needs to be uh, revamped. Well, I think I think uh, we could easily take take some money from from our, our taxes to towards that. If that's not already a thing. <clears throat> but I, I would like to tell you the the end of the story, if that's okay. I thought which I thought which story? Wait, which which story? I feel like you began telling two different stories. Which story are we hearing the end of? Just the the trilogy, man. I told you about what happened when I was camping, twelve years old. What happened not too long ago in San Diego, and then what happened last week is what I need to tell um, you about. So. Sure, let's 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 hear it quick before quick, everyone okay. uh, throws right. up. <laughs> All right, so um, I uh, 
I, I, I host the Smash Brothers tournament in Indiana, and it's at this pizza place. And um, I didn't know this was going on, but the same thing happened to the one bathroom that this restaurant has of the people at my Smash tournament. And um, the owner made me clean it up, like fix it. And um, honestly, I, it really took a lot of weight off my shoulders after I did that. Like I felt like I had fixed my sins, essentially. Hmm. All right, so the story did end good. Yeah, I'm a. I, I'm not the same. I'm not the What's same boy that. What's your fucking name? What's your name? <laughs> What's your name? Uh, Steve Jim. Steve, Steve Jim, <laughs> use your leadership skills for good. I believe in you. I believe in your future, and uh, I hope that mm-hmm. you no longer serve evil. And I hope you have a good rest of the night. Call from. It's little Mike. Little Mike. What's going on? Is there a big Mike? Big Mike? I like to think there is, but I don't want to think that I'm the product of Big Mike necessarily. What does that mean? I like to think that I'm my own individual as little Mike. No product of another. You'd like to think that you are your own? Well, okay, you know... Well, when people are little, they're not necessarily little in relation to anything. Like, um, like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is not Lil Wayne relative to a bigger Wayne, or even a medium, or even a regular-sized Wayne. He simply is, in and of himself, Lil Wayne. So I don't think that you being Lil Mike necessarily has to be your Lil Mike relative to a medium or big-sized Mike. Does that make sense? (laughs) <laughs> that does make sense. And I actually, I appreciate that. Yeah, you know. How'd you get to be, how'd you become Little Mike? Uh, there's not too much of a story behind it. It just kind of came about through talking with friends. Definitely uh, college days, throwback. But uh, besides that, there's not too much meaning behind it. It was just kind of more or less the fact that it was meaningless made it meaningful. I don't know how to explain it. Kind of hard to explain (laughs) Mm -hmm. what are you doing right now little mike how did you find yourself to our uh this humble little gecko stream i've been seeing mad clips of you on youtube and been sitting back and i was enjoying some beers and i really enjoy watching your stream so i thought i'd call in i did not think i would get in so i'm kind of rattled right now to be honestly uh, honest but uh i love chopping it up with you I like chopping up with you too. You said you're rattled right now. Describe this rattleness. What is it? What is it? What does it feel like to be rattled? Yeah, I'm dead ass. Like this is what it feels like to be living right now. I'm seriously, I'm like my heart's beating right now. I'm a nice. little uh, shaky sitting here. I'm like, I'm humbled to be on the stream right now. I'm actually like, I'm glad. I don't feel this feeling too often. You know what I mean? It feels good to get Beautiful. excited. Beautiful. Uh, first, I have I have so many things to say about what you just said. First of all, I'm 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 humbled that. Um, you fucking watched this thing. Uh, second of all, this so it's such an interesting thing, what you just said, because and I try to think about this myself, and I've talked about this on stream before. Your 
bodies experiencing uh, some, you know... Uh, like a visceral uh, reaction. Visceral reaction, visceral anxiety, your heart's beating, all that stuff. And, and, and you have such a great attitude toward it because when I get anxious for something, I always try to think like, oh, I'm, I'm lucky, right? I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. lucky to be nervous because that's, what, that's how you know you like. You give a shit like something is going yeah. on. Like you had, like there's, like you're alive. Like if you're nervous, you're alive. You know what I mean? You're like doing. No, shit. that's that, I'm, that's how I was literally just thinking this because at first, like I was like, like I was saying, quote unquote, rattled, and I didn't really know what to say. But I was just like, I got to work through this and keep chopping it up and kind of just live in the moment right now. And yes, sir. That's definitely that feeling. That feeling special, and I think I think you catch on. I feel like you're feeling it. Yeah, man. I sometimes when I get anxious for things, I'm um. Well, there's anxi- Well, there's like a general anxiety which sucks because that that's the one where you're like, where you can't pin it to anything. That's not fun. That's more in your head stuff. But this, but the nervousness where like you can pin it to something. It's very bodily or and all that shit. It's like, oh, it's it's cool because like something's going on. Your body is react. Your body is reacting to you, the, the fucking doing something. You know, exactly. it's a cool way to you know, to live, to be nervous. It is, and little shit like this makes it worth it. It makes it worthwhile. Hmm. Uh, little Mike, little Mike. Oh man, little Mike, man, is um. How are we doing on time? Little Mike, is there anything like in particular that you wanted to talk about this evening? Not in particular. I think I think more in life in general. I love when you kind of just talk about life and the ebbs and flows of life. And I kind of almost think we just already achieved that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. It's funny you say that you you like when I talk about life and the ebbs and flows of life because I you know I feel like a fraud sometimes. I feel like I'm I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I, I you know it makes me happy. It makes me genuinely happy that. Uh, Whatever I fucking ramble, uh, uh, I hope has has fucking resonated in some way, shape, no, or form. No, it totally, it totally does. No, I deeply appreciate you, and I listen to you a lot of times going out of work, and I, I, yeah. I work with uh, work with kids, do a little work in the schools and stuff. So it's always mm. like it's it's good to hear other people's perspectives. Even it doesn't matter like how you think that person sounds it's always someone else's perspective and you've got to take that into consideration that's how someone feels so that's it's legit and i like to like kind of just like hear everyone's perspective and like kind of what people's worries are and what takes they have in life and how they enjoy different aspects of life or don't i don't know this shows this shows honestly it's cool shit i appreciate you beautiful thank you man i see you work with kids yeah before we go, yep. little Mike. Before we go, yeah, I yeah. Know, what do the kids need to know? If there's one thing that the kid, mm-hmm. how old? How old kids? How old? I I work primarily with like uh, ninth graders or eighth graders. Okay, that's an interesting age. What? So like thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? What do? You, what for? For your fourteen-year-old kid, what do you? What do you need to know, little Mike? You know, right now, I think the message is specific to the times. And I think it's a message of, you know, being 
that hard ass when you go in every day or trying to act cool or putting in that shell or acting jaded like that's cool up to an extent but in the long run it's not going to pay out and in the long run if you treat someone else you choose to treat someone else with kindness and you treat to hear someone or like choose to hear someone out like you're listening to me right now and being a good listener it can make that difference in someone else's life and right now i think that's mad important during this time during this pandemic where people feel separated from others and isolated if you just can truly listen to someone show someone some kindness it's you're going to be a hell of a lot happier with yourself at the end of the day than you are if you're going to act jaded or rude towards someone or put someone down and 14 year olds definitely need to hear that because they are extremely mean Mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you can see the hurt going like from classmate to classmate sometimes and that just tears me up inside because I try to build that community of connect but if you got that one little negative vortex it's hard to overcome but not impossible but just it makes it a little more difficult you know hmm. mike keep spreading the good message i feel like kids need to know this i you know i i, I could go i could fucking rant about this for hours but like i, I, I don't know sometimes i go on tiktok and i look at comment sections and like, <laughs> i know everyone in the comment sections of tiktok is like fucking 13 years old and just the way that like i don't know there's the, the way that like the default of culture is like everyone to just be fucking like yelling at each other and pissed off all the time and like mean and shit. It's like ah fuck, you know. Hopefully, you know the ki- the kids definitely need to hear what you're talking about. So I'm glad that someone's someone's saying it. Um, so I'm saying it's a, it's a cheap it's a cheap way to get some laughs and the short you might feel good about yourself, but I mean it really won't and it's not going to pay off in the long run. It does no one good. You got to pick pick your other friend up. So, yeah. <laughs> Leave it at that, hey, I good guess. Good talking to you, little Mike. You too. You too. God bless, Gek. Gek bless you a thousand years, little Mike. Thank you. Call from May. May? Oh, hey. What's, what a pleasant surprise. Um, what, like, what, like, are you, um, what are you doing with your life, cat? May? <laughs> I said, what are you doing with your life, May? What am I doing with my life? I don't know. I'm just letting it happen. I'm starting to flow. I'm in nursing school right now. Um, I started when the pandemic um, happened. So it's been like an interesting journey thus far. I got a little bit of white claw on my uh, laptop trackpad. Oh. So I'm wiping it off. Nice. What did you say <laughs> just the- now again? No, I, uh, I'm i a nursing student, but uh-huh. I'm just going with the flow, dude. It's been like a long journey. Like, Where's I actually, the flow going? I don't know. I don't want to know. I, I don't have any expectations right now. I'm just letting it happen as it comes by kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, hap- what happened to you today, May? I've been listening to your podcast like all night, and I've I liked it. I I'm I like that you you know get online, talk to people, listen to their stories. I kind of like doing that too. The problem is like I'm not that person in real life. I tend to do that online. So recently, I've been going on Tinder and just talking to people. 
You've been going on Tinder and talking to people. <laughs> yeah, it's I it, it just fulfills my need to interact with people. That's it. What is what does your husband think about that? Um, when I told him about it, he had like this knee jerk reaction. It was kind of anger-ish, but I understand because like, okay, well, people go on Tinder for hookups and whatnot. Kind of deal. But whenever that situation comes up, I just tend to ignore it or just deflect them or I just give them my attention. I tell them like, hey, like I'm only here for a conversation. If you have any sexual needs that you need to be met, I'm not the person to do that. Interesting. Well, so... Do I mean do they uh, like these these people that you're talking to, and do you and I'm curious do you set it to speak with with only men or with men and, and or with people across the gender spectrum? Just guys. And do do how how do they typically respond when you tell them that you're married? Oh, well, um. It goes two ways. Um, you know, they'll they'll understand or what you call it. They're fine with what I'm um, seeking out. Um, for those who intentionally look up for a hookup or a relationship, they stop talking to me and like they unmatch me, which I'm perfectly fine with because it's like, well, you know, you can find someone else. You know, I'm not bothered by it. Mm. And so your husband, you know, he 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 ultimately is is okay with this. He doesn't see it as like Well, cuz I assume, look, even if you're having conversations, I assume like if the guy you're talking to doesn't know, he I, I feel like it, it like on Tinder like it's the like context is like would it be like a flirty conversation or what I mean what are you even talking to these guys about? Like what what do we talk about? Yeah, what's um, tell me? Tell me the be- who is what's the best conversation you had on Tinder? <laughs> what was it about? Um, um, I asked the dude how many like first graders could he take on. <laughs> like how many? <laughs> or um, I've asked um, I've asked guys like you know, uh, how often they get asked their height is or I even asked them like hey what's your experiences like on tinder kind of deal I mm-hmm. kind of set up my bio to have like different questions or like different thoughts I've had and I've had people match with me and be like yeah I agree with that and we talk about it for a little bit and yeah interesting people in the chat are, are suggesting you try bumble bff what, have you, what do you think about that I, I tried that I, I, I know the concept is that um, the women goes up to the guys and like they talk kind of deal, but I don't know what the experience is like. Well, they have like a friend feature apparently where you can like just mat like you're just meeting friends. Oh. So let me ask you. So okay, so these conversations you're just having with all these people on the internet, are you like, are you feeling lonely? Like, do you want to have more like friends? Like. Like, would it be a wonderful thing for you if you, like, start, you know, had more, like, in-person interaction with, like, 
friends or is this just like something you're doing just to like fuck around and pass time? Um, I'm not necessarily looking for friends in general. Like I've come to realize that, you know, I'm not good at keeping up relationships. Like even talking to people is enough to like get my, or to deplete my energy. I just, I don't know. I'm not looking for anything deep. It's yeah, it's just a pastime, basically. Well, look, if you want to, um, you know, do you know, steal my idea for a stream, which isn't my idea at all. I'm just talking to people on the phone. They've been doing that for ten years. Do that. You know, I've been doing that for more I, than ten years. I don't know. Why I said ten years. I I feel like you've done this like back. Like I've kind of looked at your stuff on YouTube and I've seen like your little clips about like Ash Franklin, blah blah blah. I don't know. I'm oh, you went on this, a deep it. dive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time. Like, yeah, I um. It's weird, like, anyone that um, I have an interest in, like, I see their work, I try to, like, go back and see what I can find on the internet to kind of just track, um, you know, wh what inspired them or whatnot kind of deal. So, yeah. Well, uh, I feel like we have a wonderful parasocial relationship going. Yeah, I And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for, for the future. I am too. I don't know what's out there, but I'm excited. Beautiful. Good luck to you, May. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for your time. Call from Miko. Miko? Hi. How are you doing, Miko? <gasps> Wait, I got on? Yeah, what did you... What? Tell me about... Hold on, real quick. Before, before, don't let it pass. What what was your brain space just now when you said hi? Oh my gosh, wait, I didn't know there was a delay on your Twitch stream. Uh. I was watching, I was listening, and then when I usually, like, I didn't even know I'd get this far. I was just so used to saying, like, hearing the, like, the, what is it? Oh, like, you've reached the therapy gecko, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, What's hi, guys. How are you, Miko? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good as well. Have you ever heard of Code Miko? What is that? It's like a, she's a Twitch streamer person. She has the same name as you. That's why I heard Miko before. Oh, Miko isn't my full name. It's my nickname. Oh. I wanted to be kind what of is, secret. What does Miko mean? Is Miko is that like a is there a, what is, is there a word for that or what does it mean something? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> well, anyway, Miko. Um, Miko, it sounds like you've tried to call a lot, and I'm curious if there's anything in particular that you wanted to talk about. No, I just wanted to try calling you, because I've been listening to you for, like, I think a few weeks now. I found you on Spotify, and I was like, this is such a cool concept, and so... This is the first time, or like, first, um, what would you call this? Like, stream? I mean, I've been watching you before, but this is the first time I've been trying to call. And in a weird way, this is kind of like gambling. <laughs> yeah, it reminds tell me, me why of it's like machine. gambling. 
Well, okay. Well, I've never actually been gambling. I just turned 21, so I haven't been able to try a slot machine yet. But I was like calling and like I'd press the call button and then it would hang up immediately. And that's like the most common, um, like the most common result. And then there's also a part where if you call, then it'll get to kind of like, oh, then it gets to your voicemail which is a little less common, but it's definitely among the more common. And then there's the Google Voice, which gets me super excited. So then I'm like, oh, yeah, my name is Nico. And then I hear the thing ring. And then, um, sorry, I'm like super like anxious and like super excited. And I think like the adrenaline is, is kicking in. I but was just anyway. talking to Mike about this. You heard you hear my conversation <laughs> yeah, I was with Mike. Hearing about it. And then it's you know, like, it's a weird oh, it's like a weird uh position for me to be in because uh I actually feel like uh, when I'm do- when I'm just like doing like day to days, you know, doing a stream or whatever, I feel really calm. Like I'm feeling like I don't know, I feel like at ease. Yeah. And uh, uh so I I don't so I guess like I don't know, maybe there's some sort of psychological mirroring effect or whatever the fuck going on. Like, I assume that whoever I'm talking to on the phone feels chill as well. But then they, you know, but then, but it's, it's funny you, you say that because I've called in to other people's streams. And, like, and it, not even, without even a lot of people watching or anything. I've called in and, I, and then I, my heart starts to race, which is weird. Because I'm yeah, like, well, on my stream, my heart never fucking that. raised. It's the bo- the mind, the, the the logic of the mind can, is not is not ever computed <laughs> by the central nervous system of the body. So good luck trying to, you know, think yourself down from anything. But anyway, <laughs> that was a rant. Oh, I was going to guess to that. It's like in this whole gambling analogy... Like, getting to you, like, getting to talk to you is, like, I don't know how slot machines work. Is it when you get three in a row or something like that? And, like, you win the jackpot and you get super excited. Like, that's what it feels like. So I feel like, you know, having all this, I guess, not anxiety, but, like, expectation. Or, like, you put in so much effort and naturally, I feel like you would get, you would expect to get a result out of it. But then, because the chances are so low, you feel like it's not going to happen. But then when it does happen, you get super excited and your heart starts racing. And, like, your breath starts, or, like, my breath is starting to get shaky. And I think that's from your sympathetic nervous system. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, you know, all science and anatomy and health, and st- it's all made up by humans, so... <laughs> You know, God just calls it stuff. What, what would you it? call it? Um, I would call it poopy pee-pee uh, vein stuff. Have you ever gambled before? Have you gambled in a real casino? You said you just turned 21. You said you just turned 21? Was it your birthday like a week ago or something? I guess my birthday was back in August, but I was in school... I was in summer school, and then there was this whole, like, COVID thing, so I couldn't really go out and travel, but I'm planning, hopefully, if things start to get a little better, um, I'll take a trip to Vegas, and I'll try the penny slot machines. That's what I'm most excited for. Oh, 
Hey, real quick, I gotta give a quick shout. We got a raid from. I like to shout out the raids. Prolatopia. Yay! Thank you for the raid. Check out Prolatopia. I don't know what they do, but they got a cool name. Prolatopia. It's fun to say. Prolatopia. What's the most money that you would theoretically throw down on a game of cards? Oh boy. Um I like to think I'm pretty conservative with how I spend my money. I try not to buy a bunch of really ridiculous things, but I think I do it anyways. So I feel like I would plan to put aside like maybe a hundred dollars. I don't know. I have I'm pretty young, so I don't have a big concept of money just yet. <laughs> so to me, like $20 is still a lot. But I feel like to go gambling, like I think I'd put down $100. And then later in the night, I'm sure I'd convince myself to put down like another 200 So I'm going to say about 300 <laughs> Well, let's see. I mean, you could win big with $300. You, I, don't know, I don't know. I've never been gambling. I'm not a gambling guy. I don't even like investing, like, stocks and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my money. I like money. I want to keep it. I don't want to lose it. It's bad. I feel like the stock market is also pretty, like, illogical. Like, there's no, like, there's no logic and there's no way of predicting how well the stock market would do. Well, you know what I always I say is that if you're dumb and don't understand anything like me, everything is illogical. And when everything's <laughs> illogical, you just throw up your hands and you go, all right, I'll just die, you know? Do you think it's nice to live life that way? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's nice to live life that way. I think that reminds me of some episode. I don't know what TV show it, it was from, but it was like this one couple was going to like a buffet and they got really irritated with the new like smart soda dispensers. But then this other couple came in and they like they forgot how to use it. So every time they went in, they were always so fascinated by the smart soda dispensers. And then, like, I guess they were supposed to be the dumb couple. So every time they went outside, they're like, oh, my gosh, a butterfly. Like, do you think it's better to live life where... You do. I don't want to oh, say oh, you're oh, so Where you dumb. understand things or where you don't understand things and, and so everything amazes you. Yeah. I think it's better to be amazed than to be um, numb to the wonders of life. But do you think um, there's a medium where you can understand everything? And appreciate everything. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. I think you can understand things and still appreciate them. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, understanding is a lot harder. Uh, uh, that's the problem, is that understanding is way harder than appreciating. You can appreciate uh, anything. It's super easy to appreciate stuff. You can appreciate anything with v really little effort. But understanding stuff, a lot harder. Do you think you need to learn to appreciate? No. For example, I appreciate that the technology exists.
for me to live stream myself to the the world and talk to you on the phone and um I would probably uh I uh, uh, my brain would explode if I even tried to begin to understand how it all works. That is an interesting way to think about it, Miko. I, I um I want to I want to take one more call before we do this uh, whole um <gasps> yeah, yeah yeah whole thing. But uh, is before we go though, before we go, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? <gasps> Wait, can I tell you a joke? Yes, please. I forgot that we were doing that. Thanks for reminding. Okay. Me. I'm studying anatomy right now, and this joke is something that my professor told us. Why didn't the skeleton want to go skydiving? Why? Because he didn't have the guts. Huh? <laughs> I don't want to go skydiving ever. I feel like I, to, um, I have I have no search for th- for for thr- for thrills via peril. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have no. I I I, I do not seek peril in my life. But uh, but p- congratulations to that skeleton for figuring out what works for him. <laughs> well, Miko, I am a gecko and you are a person. <laughs> and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for calling. And, it was super uh, nice talking to you too, Gek. I'm so excited I got on. I love your stream. I love everything that you do. And I'm going to buy one of your sh- shirts for my Christmas present. www.therapygecko.com, everybody. <laughs> We're coming out with a new one, a pocket tee. I don't know if you like pocket tees, but... Oh, I do. Is it going to be the one where if you, like, slightly open the pocket, there's going to be an image? No, no, no. The image could be on the front of the pocket. Oh, I think. Okay. I don't know. I might, I, might, I might look at it and be like, oh, I can't afford pocket tees. But who knows? Thank you. But I, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up about my merch. But thank you for calling, um, Miko, and uh, have a good rest of the night. Bye, Gek. Gek, bless you. you. For a thousand years. <clears throat> Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much 
and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com gecko50 for 50% off. Call from Eva. Eva? Yvette. Yvette? <laughs> yes. Like Y, Eve. It starts with a Y, right? Uh, yes. That's cool. I know a motherfucker's named Yvette. <laughs> and it's probably top ten hardest names to pronounce. Oh no! Trust me, as a as a teacher, I've seen just about any, like, and every variation of every single name possible. So you're a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> what is your greatest lesson? My greatest lesson that was on the curriculum or off the curriculum. <laughs> your greatest lesson, Yvette. <laughs> I guess it was teaching seventh graders about the 2008 housing crisis. The 2008 housing crisis. Yeah, so, you know, the whole uh, economy going downhill and all that stuff, just as they were learning about simple interest. What do you teach? Math. You teach math? Mm-hmm. We have two teachers. We have your, We had a math teacher on and we had an art teacher on. Oh, I know. I love art teachers. They're so cool. Did you hear? Did you were, you were you here for the call with the art teacher? Part of it. I got, like, the second half of it. What do you think? Do you think schools should have more money? Or do you think oh, we should spend more money on helicopters? You know what? If we can have the helicopters at school, that solves both of them at the same time. Damn. You want a math helicopter. <laughs> I mean, I don't need a math helicopter, but I can definitely teach about the math stuff with the helicopter. How? Give me a detailed explanation of how you would teach math using a helicopter. Well, it depends. What grade am I teaching? What grade do you teach? Uh, I'm in middle school. You're in middle school. Well, everyone's working with the kids on this um, on this stream tonight. Did you hear the guy who, who was um, giving out the words of wisdom to the to the middle schoolers? What'd you think of that? I don't. Was that was that the one who was was that uh, Mike? Was that him? Mike? Yes, little Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, he he's spot on it. He was spot on it. Um, all right, so you hang out with thirteen-year-olds all day. Um, more like eleven and twelve-year-olds. And tell me about the uh, tell me about the youth of twenty twenty-one. Are we? Uh, what direction do you feel like we're heading in? How are the children different from when you were a kid? Oh my God, they're so quick-witted. Like you. People who are teachers now have got like a whole different like skill set that they better catch on to or else like these kids will just have no mercy on you. <laughs> but in a great Interesting. way. Interesting. Tell me about give me an example of a 
interaction you had where where a kid you know surprised you with uh, their wit? <laughs> I mean, just uh, <laughs> just like okay, so there was this one time where um, like I think I had I had just finished passing out papers, and one kid you know just decides to start crumbling at it out of nowhere, and then like the little kid that was next to him just turns around and is like. Yo, that like paper is now like way more wrinkled than your grandma, and like the kid just looks so heartbroken. And as a teacher, I have to, you know, not nice, but thanks to the face funny. mask, I was, I was like, you know, able to hide the fact that I have no poker face. So poker face is definitely a skill you better have if you're going to go into teaching. Yeah, you're right, because, you know, nothing feels worse than when, like, a kid is bullying you, and then the teacher, and you see the teacher, and the teacher's kind of also laughing at you as well. Yeah. No, but I love my kids. They're great. But, um, I mean, I think it'd be great to also be able to give them a helicopter. Um, do you, I feel like they would use the helicopter to bully each other more. I think they, <laughs> I mean, knowing mine, I think they would first, A, be like, what did you do to get a helicopter? And then B, like, somehow managed to break it. <sighs> what did you say your name was again? Yvette. Yvette, mm-hmm. um, um, before we go, before we continue, before we move on, um, you're the last caller of the evening. Um, oh, God, the pressure. We have a, we have a tiny bit of time. If mm-hmm. is there anything in particular you wanted to talk about, or anything that you wanted to leave us with, anything at all floating around in that big mathy brain of yours? You know what? Yes, sure. Please, I, please, please. I, I do not need like therapy gecko. I need bestie gecko right now because I can't tell right now if I am crushing on this person or I'm just really fixated on the fact that someone's giving me attention. Interesting. Um, um, who are they? They're essentially friend of a friend that lives like several states away. Well, you know, look, you're hanging. Well, they live. They live several states away. Mm-hmm. But it's been mostly oh, that's like a whole you know. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Exactly, mm. and I and I know those don't intend to pan out well, and logical brain knows that. But at the same time, you know, attention is nice. And so now I'm like, wait, is it just because of the attention or is there something actually there? But hmm. yeah, the brain chemicals hmm. are not work are not cooperating mm-hmm. on helping me figure this out. Hmm. And there's no math equation to solve this. Okay, I wish I had more time. I I, 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 <laughs> I wish I had more time to, to go in depth with you about this. But I do feel like and again, this is just, uh, I could be completely wrong, but I do kind of feel like if the notion is even occurring to you that you only like this person because they're giving you attention, you know, look, Yvette, you seem like, mm-hmm. you seem like a great gal. You seem like you got your life together. I'm sure <laughs> you'll find plenty of other sources of attention. In your possibly in your in a more immediate vicinity, if that is what you are looking for, if that is what you desire. 
I agree. I agree. I think you're right. So don't look at this with a with a scar. The whole thing of 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 oh, this guy's giving me attention, but you know, so I'm focused on him. But he lives. It's it's a scarcity mindset. It comes from this idea of you know, oh, no one ever gives me attention, and and here we go. This is a guy who'll give me attention. I'll latch on that. That's a scarcity mindset, Yvette. There's you. You got to think. You gotta understand. There's, there's, there's lots of people out there who will give you attention. You know, you can't just fixate on the, on the, the, the one. Just for all. I mean, that'd be, would be another thing if you were telling me how much you were in love with him and you never met anyone like him before, all that stuff. But if the main thing is attention, it's like you know, look, there's, there's, it's a, you gotta think abundantly, Yvette. Yes, you know what? You're right. You're right, Gecko. Yvette, thank you very much for um, steering the children of America in the correct direction. Again, I will tell you what I told the art teacher. If I could snap my fingers and you have a helicopter, I would do so. But um, I hope you get a helicopter one day. And um, thank you very much for calling into my gecko show. And tell the children that I said to not vape. (laughs) Will do. Will do. Beautiful. Have a good night, Yvette. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, is this uh, Speed Jim? Steve Jim. Yeah, it is. Steve Jim. How are you, Steve Jim? How's it going? Good. Just clipping um, my to- uh, toenails right now. You're, you said you're dipping your toenails. No, clipping. Oh. Here, let me go outside and see if that you can hear me better. No, I can hear you. You know what? There's too much focus on hearing and, oh, can you hear? Oh, can you hear this? Oh, can you hear me? Oh, what? What was it? What did you say? Sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, you know, let's just focus on, uh, we don't have to hear each other. We just have to feel each other. Does that make sense? I feel that you yeah, are Yeah, I'd like to feel you. In my digital presence. <laughs> that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, that feels good. Um, um, so what's going on with you tonight, Speed Jim? Uh, not much. Just getting ready to go to bed. Thought I'd try to call you. I've been trying to do it for a couple of weeks. Mm. Actually got through. Mm. Um, I've been trying to, I've been trying to talk to you too, Speed Jim. Speed Jim, is there anything in particular that you, uh, wanted to talk about? What was that? Hello? Speed Jim, is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask, do you think it's normal to still sleep with your exes? Um, That's an interesting question. When you say normal, what do you mean by that? Uh, Like, is that something like a lot of people do or is it just kind of like weird to do? Does it matter to you if it's something that a lot of people do? Uh, I guess not. No. Okay. Um, clearly something about it um, is is causing some sort of mental conflict for you. Yeah, like, uh, kind of like worrying if they'd get feelings back for you and you'd end up like hurting them or something like that. Hmm. 
Um, well, what's, uh, are you, are you sleeping with one of your exes? Uh, yeah. And you are primarily concerned that they will, um, garner feelings for you again and that you might end up hurting their feelings. Yeah. Interesting. Have you talked to them about this? Have I talked to them about this? Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, is is have you not talked to them about this because you're avoiding it or because you didn't think to talk to them about this? Um, I guess I haven't really thought about it that much until basically, I guess, tonight when they're asking like what kind of question I wanted to ask. Well, I feel like. And you know, I'm trying to do this too in my own relationships. Be they any 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 sort of relationship doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, but um, you know, transparency is it's always key. So you know, I feel like if you're uh, sleeping with this person, um, and yet you're you 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 want them to um, have an accurate idea of uh, how you feel about the situation. Um, so that they have all the information that they need, um, to inform, uh, their own decisions as well. Does that make yeah. sense? Right? Yeah, so if that you tell make this, sense. If you tell this girl, you're like, hey, listen, you know, I'm having a good time with you, you know, like, like, I like you, you know, you can say that. I mean, just, but, you know, look, I'm not, and for whatever reason, like, you know, but I'm not trying to get back into a real thing. You know, I just wanted to I just wanted to let you know that so that, you know, there's no hard hard feelings, you know. Just just wanted to let you know that, you know. And then that and then from there, you know, it's up to her whether or not she wants to, you know, keep seeing you. But at least now it's 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 been discussed. It's out in the open. You know? And that'll make you feel better, that'll make her feel better. Um But whether or not it's normal or wrong is not really you know f- for anyone to to decide except uh you guys um but it's easier yeah, for her to yeah. make the decision and for you to make decision if you're both aware of of the sort of context behind it is that something you would have an issue you, you would take issue with is, is telling her you know bring bringing this up talking through this with her no i'd be able to ask her we could probably ask her right now hell yeah is she with you? No. We talk like on Facebook and stuff still. So. That sounds nice. Um, well, good luck to you, uh, Speedy Jim. Is there anything else you want to talk Thank about you. before we go? Um, yeah. So the other week you were talking about a simulation, and I wanted to know if you think there's another simulation out there where humans is talking to geckos. Um, I think I've, I, I've made a decision not to care about simulations anymore or whether or not life is a simulation or if life is real or anything, because I, uh, it's just, it's not going to help me to think about, you know, I can't possibly take in the information of all the possible universes that could theoretically exist. So I, I've made the intentional decision to just focus on, uh, this universe that I'm living in right now and, and, um, with a greater aspiration to live in this moment that I'm living in right now. And, uh, you know, I hope we'll get there one day. 
Yes, sir, that's good. Well, thank you for calling, Speedy Jim. I wish you the best of luck. Yep, thank you. Bye. Hello? Uh -huh. Hi, who is this? My God, Lyle. Hi, who is this? Hello. Tell me everything. This is Carl. How are we this doing today, Gek? Uh, I'm doing. Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, I am uh, feeling pretty, pretty good. How are you, Carl? I'm not gonna lie. I'm low key like shaking, Mister Gek. Mm, why are you shaking, Carl? I have called you like 800 times. Mm. Mm. And this is the this is the 800th time. Probably somewhere around there. Okay. I lost track last stream. It was 467. Wow, wow, Carl! It sounds like you have something that you that you desperately need to tell me. Yes, Lyle. Please. Okay. Please. So you changed my life. Tell me more. So about a year ago, I took about four and a half grams of mushrooms. Okay. Sure. And I'm surfing through the interwebs, Twitch, and I come across this green gecko staring at me. Crazy-ass background going on. So I decide to click on you. You were talking about riding trains with no destination and everyone takes life too seriously. Lyle, my shit. Like, reversed my brain right then and there. Mm. Mm. Um, so you heard me talking about how everyone is riding trains and taking life too seriously, and it, you said it, it changed your life. And so uh, am I to believe that you are calling me from a train right now? Life is a train. Sure. We're all on a train. Sure. Carl, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you high on mushrooms right now? Well, you know what? Yes. Okay. And um, so the mushroom trip, I've never personally done psychedelics, but I do know that a lot of people, when they do do psychedelics, they go into it with a objective of some kind. Is that correct? Mm, yeah. Okay. What is the objective that you are going into this trip with? That's deep, Mr. Gek. Oh, God. Well, I don't know. You, you just, you, you're here. I didn't even think I'd get this far. Well, forget about me. I feel like this trip has nothing to do with me, unless if, you know, it, unless if it did, unless if you, your dream for your mushroom trip was to be well, able to talk to Well, let's think about it. The first mushrooms. time... I was like I saw you I was on mushrooms and now I'm sure. talking to you and I'm still on them. Sure, sure. Hopefully there was time in between then uh that you were not on mushrooms. Mm, it wasn't just a couple every days. single day. A couple days you said. Are you saying are you joking or or do you do mushrooms every day? Well, you microdose them a tiny tiny amount. Okay. And it just, it, it, you know, you don't go on a full 
balls-to-the-wall trip, but it just makes your mood a little bit more happier for the day. Okay. And are you microdosed on shrooms right now, or are you on a full dose? Oh, no. We're, we're, we're on, like, 3.5. Okay, so that's a full dose. I don't know. I've never done mushrooms before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're on a full dose. I mean, look, let me ask, what... Carl, what do you... How old are you? I'm 18. You're 18. You're extremely young. So you... I mean, you said a year ago. So you were on mushrooms. You were 17 years old. You heard me say something about being on a train. And now... Yeah. You, what What are you looking for, Carl? I feel like you're doing all these uh, drugs and, and, and whatnot. And, like, is there... A, a goal in mind? Are you seeking a truth of some kind? What's you're you're, you're a young guy? What's going yeah, on with you, Carl? And age has nothing to do with psychedelics. It's about maturity. If you're open to it, sure, sure. But I'm forget about the psychedelics here. I'm asking you as just a regular d- boy. Oh. Uh, uh, that's a deep question, Mr. Geck. Sure. I don't even know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do? Are you in school? Do you are you in college? What's your What's your thing? Ah, uh, no. I work on cars. You work on. I cars. do body work for cars. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Hmm. You don't. You don't do. Actually, uh, you know what, like Mr. On... Geck? No, tell me. Sure, please. So. You probably would have never guessed this, but I'm Mormon, right? LDS, born and raised. Maybe that's why I do so many psychedelics. Mm. You think you, you think you you think your psychedelic use is is because of your your Mormonism? Yeah, I want to see what's up there, man. Don't you? Up there. When you say up there, where do you where, where are you referring to when you say there? It's probably not up there, just in the realm of all the souls and spirits combined in the wall. Ah, man. You know, I, um, oh, I'm so tempted to give you advice, but I, you know, I I like giving, you know, letting everyone do their own thing. I am fully open to it, Mr. Gay. Okay, you're fully, if you're fully, only if you're fully open to it, because I don't like giving people unsolicited advice. If you're open to it, I have a thought for you. I don't know if it'll work for you, and I'm not an authority on anything. But, Carl, look, you're 18 years old. You're very young. And I understand that you have this desire to seek these whatever spiritual truths and and whatnot. And, and I, I believe that, you know, you should if that's what you want to do. But if you're telling me that every single day of the past year you've been microdosing on shrooms... I feel like you got to give yourself the opportunity to spend some significant time grounded in reality. You know, it's good to be spacey. A lot of people have the opposite problem where they're too grounded in their own reality. And maybe they do need to like, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a substance thing. You can do this completely sober, but but take some time to think about things in a in a grander sense but you sound like you have the opposite problem where you're too busy thinking about things in some grander spiritual 
religious whatever sense and you got to spend some time to standing in line at the grocery store and being impatient you know you got to live in reality for a second you got to spend some time texting a f- your friend and going hey what's up and they go not much how about you and you go not much and then you know live a, a boring life in boring shitty reality for a little bit of time and then take you know take the information that you've gained there and then take that back to your special place on the stepladder where you observe and think but if you're always observing and thinking then you're not actually living and experiencing in the shit that you're always observing and thinking about so i would suggest to you carl if you can especially since you're so goddamn young take a little bit of time away from the shrooms, live in the real world, and then come back when you're ready. What is that? How do you feel about what I just said to you? I am flabbergasted. I don't even know what to say, Mr. Gek. Take some time. Think about it. But I'm scared of that reality, Mr. Gek. That's why you gotta live in there. That's the thing, is if, if especially if you're scared. Why are you scared of that reality, Carl? I don't know. I just... Life is mean. Life is mean. Why is, why is life mean, Carl? I don't know. I just feel like, you know, sometimes life throws you that curveball every once in a while that just smacks you in the nuts. Hmm. Carl, let me ask you a question. Do you have a real therapist? I had one. Okay, why'd you get rid of them? Um, they just kept trying to prescribe me medicine and stuff. But it wasn't like, it was like um, stimulants and stuff. I don't think, you know, I don't want to take meth. Okay, well, you're taking... <laughs> well, here's the thing. Is your doctor... Okay, let me let me ask you something. Let me let me let me tell you something. And by the way, I get it because you know everyone has their own ideas on you know whatever they want to take and put into their body, but whatever. You sound like you're self medicating with mushrooms, right? But then this medical professional that you're seeing is like, okay, I went to school and got my stupid license that you need to do this shit, and here's what I think, in my professional opinion, you should take. Try their idea first, because they probably know more than you about what you should put in your body. At least try it. It might not work for you, but you should at least try it. You know, I'll always, I've gotten, I've talked to people about this kind of shit before, and I get it's a complicated issue, but I always defer to trusting whatever your doctor tells you to do. Yeah, I feel that, but like... It was also a Mormon therapist, so like ah. he'd like throw a book of Mormon at me. You know what ah. I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Mm. So I mean, there's multiple layers to this. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. That's why I don't pretend to know anything. But you know, you know everything, Mister Gek. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but Carl, I would just tell you, man, like take. Take take some time to live in in reality. And I know that it 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 sucks, and you're escaping from it. But that's kind of why you should learn to live in it. 
for a little bit. That's your that's your little thing to conquer here. You know? Try to live in reality for a little bit. Give it a week. Say I'm gonna live in the in the boring shitty world for a week. Actually take back what I just said. I don't don't think of it as boring and shitty. Just be like, I'm gonna live soberly for a week. I don't know if you're physically addicted. I don't really know how mushrooms work. I don't know if you are addicted. If you are, talk to someone about that. But, you know, try to live Mr. in reality a little bit, Carl. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Um, I just, I feel you. Beautiful. Carl, man, thank I you. For, thank you for calling. Yeah. And uh, feel, feel free to call back in and let us know how this went if you try it. Which I hope you do. Oh, I would love to. This is not the last time you've heard of Carl. Good, good. Thank you for calling, Carl. You have a good rest of the night. Carl, Carl, Carl. I hope he's okay. Hello? Is this Mariah? Can you hear me fine? Yes, now I can hear you fine. How are you doing, Mariah? Okay, I'm alright. Doing yourself? Um... You know, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying being a gecko. Um, it's another day in the life. Um, it's nice, to, I, you know, it's always nice I've learned to have something to do. That's what I'm I'm happy that I'm doing this right now because it's just you ever not have anything to do you'll just go insane. Yeah. It's good to have you something sure? to do. It's It's it can't be put into words, but it makes you feel really um isolated if you don't Put yourself into some kind of good habit. Mm -hmm. Do you do you have any uh, good habits that you've been um, mm. habiting lately? <clears throat> Absolutely not. Mm. What? Well, how do you feel mm -hmm. in this moment, Mariah? Uh, in this moment, uh, yeah. It's been a very long month. Well, couple months. A lot has happened in so little time. So I'm kind of all bundled up into a ball of everything. If mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um. What What has happened in this month? Mm, I got damned by my brother and his girlfriend I um you said you said you got home home. you said you got scammed yeah he sold me a car that he knew wasn't paid off and I came back to North Carolina and the car got repoed just for me to be told that it wasn't paid off mm. yeah how did you react did you confront your brother yeah. about this I'm sorry how did you react? Did you did you confront your brother about this? Oh, I was pissed. I was very upset. But um, you know, you can't what, what is, any with it. What is what is your relationship like with your brother? 
awful. I, well, with my immediate family, as far as my mom's side, I have like a brother, two brothers and a sister. And those were the only ones that I actually had a relationship with. But even then, it wasn't the best. Like, we, we talked, we laughed, but we never really shared anything with each other. Mind our own business, be our own people. Mm. And what about um, the other side of the family? You said you're, you're it's, it sounds like, are your parents uh, split up? Yeah, my my dad was kind of a, a thought. And he was he a had thought? Like, a thought. <laughs> Thoughts, what, is, what does thought mean, by the way? Thoughts, okay, my understanding of a thought is that it's... Uh, it stands for that hoe over there, right? There you go. You got it right. <laughs> that's such a. I don't know. They're that's such a. How does that even catch on? I like. I. I mean, I'm getting on a tangent here, but. Nope. What is... You're good. I didn't understand it at first either. It's. I, I guess it's a generational slang thing. Like they come up with so much new shit that it doesn't even make sense now. Like, you know, they call hot dogs glizzies. I have seen that. What is that even? How did that even come about? Exactly. Doesn't it sound you know, more homophobic to people who are homophobic? Is is, is glizzy a homophobic word? Yeah. It, is it? I never heard of that. I don't know. It sounds like it. Like, I mean, a weird person would say it, but. Sounds like somebody would just be like, hey, go get my glizzy up backpack in the closet. Let's do it tonight. You know what I it mean, really all is? Right, but... it's, these, it's, it's these trends, they're compelled by just people with absolute confidence, right? Because you need a lot of confidence to get something trending. Because here's how, here's the very first conversation that you have when you, um, try to get something going you say to someone what, what, what did you just say you said get the glizzy out of my backpack so let's say i said to my friend you know hey you want to go get a glizzy after school and they said what's a glizzy and i said oh it's a new word i'm using for hot dog and then and then they say that's fucking stupid you you then you go to that's always that's the first draft is you say it to someone, you, they say, what is it? They go, that's fucking stupid. And then from there, you're at a crossroad. You can do one of two things. Um, you can either go, you know what, you're right, it is stupid, and you can abandon it. Or if you have supreme confidence, you can go, no, what do you mean? That's That makes sense, what I just said. Right? Like Nothing, nothing actually makes sense. Anything that does make sense is just... One person or one group of people really confidently convincing you that it does. Like, hey, what are you talking about, dude? I know what I'm saying, but uh, whatever you're talking about is just, you know, you don't even sound right, dude. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Well, sorry for going on a tangent. Okay, so your yeah. dad is a thought. Yeah, he... Uh, the reason why him and my mom split up is because uh, my little brother is only a couple months younger than me. 
he decided to go and have sex with somebody else while my mom was uh, at least seven months pregnant with me, mm. I think. And they're awful people. I mean, granted, everyone is their own person. And people do bad shit sometimes, but they just don't see the wrong in it. Their mind uh, you... so bad that they think everything is supposed to be handed to them as adults. As adults. Hold on, I just turned up your audio. I realized your audio was down for... A lot, but we're better. Okay. okay. Um. So, um, Mariah. Yeah, Mariah. All right. So your brother scammed you out of this car deal. Um, that's mm-hmm. a now. I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious with the brother. You say you had a horrible relationship with him. Did you always have a horrible relationship with him, or was that? Or is this car scamming thing part of that? Because I would think if you would have, if you've always had a horrible relationship with him, then I would ask what uh, what made you trust him in this situation? Yeah, you could see that I clearly had a whole lot of trust in him to buy a car from him. And mind you, I bought this car without having the title in my hand, so that's a big fucking leap. A really big leap. Excuse my language. I don't need to cuss so much. But, um, yeah, he he explained to me, like, okay, well, the card's paid off. She says she's going to go get the title from North Carolina for you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Months pass, like two months. And this girl is still in my face looking at me, not traveling to North Carolina to get the damn title. And um, it got so bad down there that we had to leave. I was pregnant for the whole trip, pretty much. We was up there for my whole pregnancy. And I gave them the benefit of the doubt to try to help change some things around the house because Oh my God! Don't get me started. The house was just in horrible condition, and well, hold on. I, so how like, how um how long ago was was all this? All of this conspired like we um, we came down here in August. Yeah, about <laughs> two months ago. Oh, are you still pregnant, or did you have the child? Oh yeah, I had the baby. That's okay. why we How's moved. That, I, is that I was your, your first? Is that your first kid? No, this is this would be my second, and I had him early because of stress that was related to my brother. How are things going with the uh, second child? Great, great. I was, I, I felt so fucking relieved when I found out that. His jaundice was gone. He he was born premature, like a couple, like, you know, he was born a month early and he was so tiny. He was like, shit, how? They said he was only like four pounds 
and we were in the hospital for four days. And right after we got out, we started packing our things. And I left like two days after I got out the hospital. Mm. It was mm. been wild. And I just got into a fight with my mom's boyfriend. So we had to pace ourselves a little bit faster. But we finally got our home. I guess all that nonsense kind of paid off in its own way. But it also tore apart my relationship. It's been a wild ride. Well, um, what did you say it was, Mariah? One more time. Mariah, um, Mariah, is there anything else that you want to talk about before before uh, we head out of here? Oh, no. Um, I actually did have a question for you. Hit me. <clears throat> do, you, um, do you enjoy being a gecko or your own person? Do I enjoy being a gecko or Who my own person? Who would you prefer person? to be? Who would you prefer to be? Um... You mean in 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 what particular context? To go about your daily tasks, eating, sleeping, waking up, pooping. Oh, I absolutely. I I prefer you. to. Um, yeah, I think it's nice to. Um, you know, I think that wearing a giant green gecko costume, you know, it has its place. Um, uh, you know, wearing a giant green gecko costume has had its uh, benefits for me in my life. Um. There are certain places in which I, I think it's is is better that I am I am wearing it, and then um, certain places in which it, it would probably be an impediment to my life to be wearing a giant green gecko costume, um, such as uh, sleeping and eating and um, going to the grocery store. Although I don't necessarily know because I really haven't tried going to the grocery store as a giant green gecko, uh, and it possibly could be an interesting experience. Okay, I will try it then. I will try that. You might like it. <laughs> I might. I will let you know how that goes. Thank you. I appreciate the conversation. Though. Of course. Of course. Thank you for calling, Mariah. Have a good rest of the night. You have a nice night. Cool. Someone said I look like a salamander. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what a salamander is. People tell me I look like a salamander. You don't even know what a salamander is. Therapy get goes on the line, taking your phone calls every night. Therapy get goes joining right, teaching you how to live your life. But he's not really an expert. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.